We've got 10 nights until the next full moon. Well, he was what I would call a Sasquatch. Pilots that showed unidentified flying objects. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. I don't believe 99% of the things that people claim they've seen. I think this is in that 1%. A lot of people make fun of me, but I don't care. I know it's there. <laughs> G'day and welcome back to the Mellow Tiger Podcast. My name's Bree, and joining me today in the studio is only Josh Ernst. The one, the only. Yeah, the other brother. The only brother right now. Yeah, I mean, I feel a bit neglected, don't you? This is the second episode George has decided to go and live a full life <laughs> instead of being here in this shit hole. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, I'm in his seat and I'm not moving. <laughs> You're I'm like, not budging. And you using his headphones. And, and his, his little mouthpiece. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> you feel like professional. Just for the record, Josh uses like a really old pair of, what is it, like a PS4. I'm in the corner really. It's Yeah, pe- yeah they're about $20. <laughs> they look like they are from like a lucky dip bag or something. And my mic doesn't have a muzzle. Oh, he keeps banging on because his mic doesn't have a pop shield like mine and George. It's on its way. It's on its way. I keep saying my that. My voice is so handsome right now. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Please keep your hands off yourself <laughs> during the pro- podcast. Did you feel like at all through the week, like last week we were talking about curses, did anything happen that made you feel like you were a bit cursed after we were talking about it? No, I actually haven't even thought about no. it. Like, <laughs> I feel more tired. <laughs> I was talking to Jordan about it and he was like, yeah, when stuff would happen at work, I was like, mm, it's the curse. <laughs> it's cursed. But I was at work and I went to the vending machines. I've since gone back to work. Don't want to talk about it for legal reasons. <laughs> but I was at the vending machines and I was with Lucy and we were getting stuff out and I was like, oh, I might as well get something. And I tried to get a Milky Way bar and you know how it's like a spiral and yeah. they go, me, as it was spiring to come out, instead of falling, the Milky Way bar snapped in half. Oh. And <laughs> just hung What, paper on. rip or just hung no, on? No, just like, because it's like little, like the little blocks inside the bar that form the one line. As it was oh. spinning, it was going, new, new. And instead of pushing forward, it the bottom must have got caught and it pushed it forward, but it snapped. So. Did you destroy the machine? Or just the Milky Way bar It didn't, it didn't drop section? down. And do you know what I did? I just went to the one next to it and did it again. But it didn't snap this time. But I was like, do I? It was like $2.40 for one. So I'm like, this is like a $5 chocolate bar now. Oh, jeez. And it was shit. So is it next person? Did you try it again? No. So the next person's going to get a snap bar plus an extra chocolate probably. Probably. No. Well, see, the thing is, I think it was already snapped before I got there. So I think it already happened to someone else. That's a curse. Yeah, I think happen. so. That doesn't normally happen. Well, and I'm, I immediately thought, oh, I'm cursed. You know, and then I was like, no, nah, I'm an idiot. Because it, it was just one of these things. I was like, this is the curse. You're like, anything but the vending machine, no. <laughs> but just the whole experience being back on site, like I said, rejoining the death well, Going back to work's a curse. I don't know. Hey, I'm loving this daycare setup. Yeah. <laughs> I was so like, I don't want to take Juniper to daycare. Like, my poor baby, I need to look after her. And as soon as I dropped her off, I was like, I can do anything I want. Like, <laughs> I was like, what am I going to do? What child? Yeah, exactly. It was so good. My old roster, I'd drop them off. And I'd be off. It's just I'd have three days oh, really? where they're at daycare and I'd just... Can you get daycare like to fit your roster? Nah, like, So you nah. can't have like, yeah, two days one week, nah, one nah. day the next. Because it's, it have it's to so be popular. Same? They're like, no, nah, uh, we're not doing rosters. They're in or they're out. They would make a killing. A killing. They not, s- the, not, the, not the ladies that work there. No, they're like <laughs> the, people the, who the center it. itself. I feel so sorry for those ladies. Like I dropped Juniper off and there's like five parents coming in behind me. And I'm like, bye, Junie. And she immediately starts like doing the high-pitched screech yeah. meltdown. Yeah. <laughs> and then all the other kids are like, Ugh. and then I like looked over my shoulder. I was walking out and the chick, the, like, the look on her face was just like, she was in hell. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry, but also your it's, it's a personal problem. I'll do, now. I'll do that. Who's that guy out of that movie? What's that movie? Green. Freddie got fingered. I'll do the whole like, have they have you put sunscreen on them this morning? In a nice way. I'm like, what's that? And I'll just point at the shoes. Keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of there. I'm so bad. Like I put I'm so stressed to make sure I have everything for them because I don't want to seem like that mum that doesn't have anything. And then we lost her hat. She only has one hat. And I had to send in a newborn hat. With <laughs> so you had to pile a hair up on top of her head and put the newborn hat on top of the pile of oh, hair. No. So that she could they would have just hat. used the spare one. No, they had her hat. It was in there. Like, oh. So I was like, thank God. Yeah. But I always feel bad because I'm like, oh, because I said to him once, I was like, she doesn't have shoes. Like, sorry, she doesn't have shoes on. Is that okay? But I was like, the shoes 
shoes were in the bag. But in my head, I know what I'm talking about. They don't. And the lady was like, oh, no, like, she needs shoes. I was like, oh, she's got shoes in a bag. Like, she was kind of like, you need to bring shoes for your child. She shits in a pants. She'd be right without shoes. She's a baby. Like, where are you walking to? She doesn't walk much. Oh, there's always the the possibility they'll step on a needle. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing with needles here, lady? Withdraw daycare child straight away. Well, today in George's absence, we were going to touch on aliens. Mm, How do you feel about aliens? Mate, I am... I hate it. I don't like it either. This is me quickly. I believe in them. They're out there. But I do not believe the whole UFO... It was... I do... Like you said before, unidentified flying objects, yes. Yeah, well, yeah. But they're not aliens. No? I don't think so. I... The stories don't convince me anyway. I struggle I, to find a good one. I agree. I feel like it's it's like arrogant to think that we're the only ones out there. Like I believe that there are aliens, not yes. necessarily like the green big eyed people that everyone talks about, but yeah. there's something else going on out there. Whether it's like bacteria or like well, other, even even beings out yeah, like, like another like, Earth. How big's the universe? There'd be another yeah, planet. A hundred percent. But I was like listening to I think I was on Triple J once, and they were talking about that. If there were such a thing as aliens that were going to visit Earth, they would have already. They did like the mathematics behind it all, and they kind of figured it all out. That if there was such a thing as like yeah. aliens similar to us, I guess they would maybe have, we are them. Well, they would have visited us already because they're so far away that it would have taken so long to get to us and to be in it as advanced to create the machine to get to us in time. Like it would have already, I don't know exactly how it happened, but it was like, if we were going to be visited by aliens, we would have already, like yeah. we would already know about it. Yeah. So we, we won't see it in our lifetime. Probably not. Uh-huh. But I know lots of people, I uh, not that I find it boring. I find it interesting, but like when people talk about stuff like the Michigan dog man or like Bigfoot, for me, it's like so much more plausible. Is it, do you think it's because it's creepier or is it plausible? I think it's because anyone, anywhere in the world can be like, I was abducted by aliens because yeah. they could be anywhere. It's easy. Whereas it's like Bigfoot, you've got to be in a forest or the Michigan Dogman's like in Michigan, certain areas yeah. and people can detail things about like footprints them. footprints or something. Yeah, and, and then you can be like, oh, that is like a common thing that we've heard about. Whereas with aliens, you could be like, it was a man made out of butterflies. Yeah. Like you could say anything and no one can be like, oh, we can test that theory or not. Yeah, like, I woke up and my ass was sore. It's got to be aliens. Like, no, yeah. Gary, you had a good night at the gay <laughs> No. But that's but that's what's like anyone can say and not have to provide any information because no one like no one knows anything about them. No one. Yeah, it's an easy story to make up. So a lot of the things with like the Michigan Dogman or like Bigfoot, a lot of them say the same thing or they witness the same like the smell and everything. And it gets a story where aliens are just like, oh no, these are different aliens. They weren't like them aliens. Yeah, yeah. Plus, like, al- like alcohol, drugs. I woke up on my lounge and I saw them. You know what I mean? You've got to be in certain places to see these other things. Yeah, I just I turn it off. I used to listen to the Coast to Coast with oh, George yeah. Norrie, and he'd do one a week. He'd do like a I don't know four hours on, just throwing it out there to listeners, whoever wants to recall up. And it was always I saw a UFO. I was on the back porch and there was a lightness, and I was like, it just went nowhere. And- yeah, I find it like kind of boring. Oh, I feel like the Rendlesham Forest. I think that's what it's called. The incident there. It's to do with the military. Was that one that where they think it was a prank? Maybe though, like yeah, another they military organization. Like, yeah, the American army. Base. But it was legit. Like they saw it. and They're like, this is real. What we're seeing. Yeah, that one interests me. I like that, especially because it's like multiple people in the story. They're like pretty respectable people. Like they're in the military, and they re- yeah. they like reported on yeah. it. Yeah, what didn't... I like about it, it's real. Yeah, what so... they're seeing, they're not they're not. Barking up the tree. It's real. And they're like, that's what we saw, but it could be a prank by the... Exactly. Yeah. That's, and not just anyone just being like, yeah, I saw it. Like, I remember Dad and I saw something really weird one night and I was just like, that was strange. And but then I didn't think anything of it. That's it's, it as well. A lot of people strange. might be like that. Yeah, a lot of people might be like that. That's just the satellite. Nine times out of ten, there's like a reasonable explanation for anything, really. Yeah. So I thought it was interesting. I wanted to look back and talk about the first ever alien abduction that was ever reported or wildly, widely yeah. reported. And I just thought it was like kind of interesting and it kind of fits into this idea that, you know, it's not that people are lying about this. Like some, like some are like, you know, some people are just like fully lying. I was abducted by aliens, but these people that have, that believe they have been, believe they have been like yes. in there, they think they have. Yeah. They don't think they're lying. They're like, this happened to me. I feel like I experienced Whether this. it did or didn't, they, they, they believe it yeah. happened. Yeah. So people say, 
I don't know. If if I genuinely believed I was abducted by aliens, I wouldn't say shit to anyone. Neither I don't would think. I. Especially the things they would have done to me. And I would have done to them. <laughs> or let them do it. <laughs> start, put that down. Play with my nipples, please. <laughs> no, not that one. Never that one. <laughs> take me back. Don't take me back. <laughs> when I can stay here rent free. Okay. <laughs> it just reminds me of... Um, you know that uh, Saturday Saturday Night Live skit I showed you? Oh, with the chick. Not my worst Wednesday night. That was funny. <laughs> yeah. They were like batting my boobs. And it was, oh, so this was, you th- think that this was an experiment? No, this felt super off the books. <laughs> there was a lookout. <laughs> <laughs> and did you feel threatened, Miss Rafferty? No, 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 no. They were, uh, they were real respectful about it. They were, they were in a line. <laughs> And then uh, one by one, they'd step up, slap a knocker, and then go to the end of the line, wait for another turn. It didn't hurt. It was like, I'm sorry, pardon me, Sharon. It's kind of like that. No harm, no foul. It hurts. It hurts. Um, perhaps they were collecting biological data? No. No, that felt super off the books. I swear to God, there was one gray alien by a door just kind of <laughs> peeking. <laughs> I think he was the lookout. <laughs> Look, it won my worst Wednesday night. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about Betty and Barney Hill. So Betty and Barney Hill were by all accounts a trustworthy and sound of mind couple. Barney, a postman, and Betty, a social worker, were both heavily involved in their community, community and the civil rights movement. So this occurred, so this is, I'm taking you back to like the 1960s, early 1960s. So this is first reported abduction first on the record. Wildly, widely reported alien abduction. It's only 1960s. 1960s. I would, have, I would have guessed earlier. I don't know. Well, when you talk about it, like if you look back through, you can see there are lots of sightings of UFOs. Yeah. So all that date back all the way to like 218 BCE, like they there was some battle going on and both sides of this battle looked up into the sky and saw this UFO. And I think I was thinking, I was like, why do they call it like a ship, like a spaceship? And it's like, because back in the day, they only had ships on the so water. So it's a ship in the air. Yeah, spaceship. So, but they, like sightings of UFOs date back to like fucking forever ago before Jesus put his sandals on. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But no one had actually spoken about being taken aboard this ship by the little whatever is yes. on there. So this is the first wild, widely reported, like internationally reported yeah. abduction. So they lived in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I'm, I don't know if I'm saying that right. On the east coast of the United States and were returning from a week-long holiday from Niagara Falls when they experienced what is believed to be the first widely reported case of an alien abduction. On the night of September 19th, 1961, at around 10.30pm, the Hills were driving on a rural highway just south of Lancaster, New Hampshire, when Betty noticed a strange bright light in the sky above. Yeah, what is strange? The moon, you idiot. (laughs) It's the car coming this way. (laughs) It's headlights. (laughs) At first, Betty thought she was witnessing a falling star, except it was moving upwards. The object began glowing brighter and moving around wildly, so Betty insisted Barney pull over so she could investigate the light further and let their dog, Delcy, out for a little wee. So she was like, two birds, one stone. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't let my dog out. I'd be scared to get abducted. <laughs> well, I guess they hadn't had abductions yet. <laughs> Barney pulled over at a picnic stop just south of Twin Mountain. Betty retrieved a pair of binoculars from the car and used them to observe what she described as an odd-shaped craft flashing multicolored lights traveling across the moon. Wait, was this nighttime? Yeah, 10.30pm. Just whip binoculars out. Yeah, it's like old people. It's like 1960s can you, stuff. Can you do that at night? I thought it'd be all blurry and... Well, if you're looking at something, I'm sure it'd be fine. Wouldn't it? You just need illumination, don't, don't you? How do binoculars I know. Work? <laughs> I don't think I've ever tried a binoculars. So she came to the conclusion that it was a spacecraft. She passed the binoculars to Barney and he observed what he he first thought was a commercial airliner. However, his opinion changed when the object began moving erratically. So it was like moving up and down and side to side. It wasn't yeah, just... Right going through the sky. Which nothing really does that quick. No. Even now. It's nothing. just the fucking moth in the binoculars. Yeah. <laughs> he passes him to fighter. You have a look. <laughs> I'm weeing. He jumps back in the car. <laughs> on the horn. <laughs> As they returned to the road to continue their journey home, they noticed a bright light was following them and Barney grew concerned as they made their way along a deserted mountainous road. 
As the glowing object grew closer... <laughs> so they come along a deserted mountainous road as well. <laughs> well. Don't pick up a hitchhiker. There'll be like a series. It's so many, like, isn't it? Just kind of like tropes. <laughs> as the glowing object grew closer, Betty was able to get a better look at the circular craft. She estimated it being around 18 metres in diameter and noted it appeared to be rotating. 18 metres, so it's a, it's a decent sized yes, little... so she was like... It was getting quite low to them and she was... Because, like, they were in a mountain and, and stuff. She was looking at it sitting above, like, cliffs. And she knew that yeah. one was... Like, that's how she, uh, like, kind of assumed how big it was. My words are so bad today. I, Juniper I was you were up, rapping then. No, <laughs> Juniper was up, like, seven times last night. I'm dying. And the night before and the night before that, she's teething so bad. I'm just like, I'm not cut out for this, hey. <laughs> well, maybe you were adopted, ab- adopted? abducted. Adopted? I was abducted by a baby who was just like, get up and come here. I'd rather be. I'd get a more restful sleep if the aliens got me. After almost two kilometers of trying to evade the craft, out of nowhere, it swiftly ascended upon oh, so them. So now they're evading it. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're, they're fully running from it. So it caused. So it's following. Yeah, it's following right. them. So they're trying to get away. It's <laughs> the dog they left behind with the torture. To <laughs> well, I didn't, they didn't mention the dog Putting again. Putting it back in, huh? <laughs> They're like coming up on him and it caused Barney to stop abruptly in the middle of the road. It silently hovered about 25 metres above the vehicle as Barney pocketed a pistol and stepped out for a better look. serious. <laughs> it's like a spacecraft, like, oh yeah, I mean, nine millimetre. Yeah. <laughs> that'll, that'll get it. Barney described the craft as a giant flat pancake. He noted around 11 humanoid-looking beings staring back at him from the pancake's various windows. Oh, it's got windows. Yeah. Look through the square window. Yeah, four of them. Too. He felt one of the beings trying to communicate with him in a telepathic <laughs> way. It was telling, shockers. <laughs> it was telling him to stay where he was. It was just like, do you know the directions? To <laughs> Barney was like, uh-uh, and returned to the car in hysterics. Like, he's like, I'm... So what were they trying to do? Trying to... They were like... According to him, they were trying to talk to... He felt like it was like telepathically. They were telling him to stay where he was, like in the middle of the road outside Just, his we're car. We're trying to pick you up. Just stay, stay still. Yeah. <laughs> and he like freaked out. He began to drive away as quickly as he could, telling Betty to keep an eye on the pancake. She watched through the rolled down window as the craft descended upon them and they were both engulfed by rhythmic buzzing and beeping sounds. The next thing they knew... <laughs> still down, Betty. <laughs> The next thing they knew, it was dawn, and they'd made their way home, unable to account for the last few hours of their drive, but they both had an overwhelming feeling they'd experienced something awful. So, after the vibrations, yep, they bang, were, home. They were, like, driving. They remember bits and pieces of driving home. They drove about, I think it was 56 kilometres to 56 home. 56 kilometres? Yeah, and they don't really remember the, like, the latter that, half nothing. of their drive. Not really, no. It's like a sort of half awake, half asleep. Yeah, their memory was very spotty. So following the encounter with the strange light, the hills reportedly had unusual sensations and impulses that they could not explain. Firstly, their watches no longer functioned and could not be repaired. They yeah, never worked the again. What's that time thing? Well, how, like I had it as a clockwork. I don't know. Well, you know exactly, I mean? yeah. So I, it's like a compass. No, it's not like a compass. Oh, I'm going to stop talking. I sound like an idiot. It's like a compass when you're... No, but you know what I mean. Like it's like a mechanical thing. I think it's just a battery that moves the handles when you set it and it just goes at a certain pace. I don't I just try to make it sound smart. It sounds oh, my father so was a watchmaker. <laughs> <laughs> he had tweezers and stuff and Well, is he it's monocure. like you said, it's just a battery in something that moves it around. Yeah. It's not like a compass. I think I'm thinking of a compass. Oh, it'll be it'll be easy, I'll YouTube it. When the compass goes crazy, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which apparently did happen, but anyway. For some reason, Betty was insisting their luggage be kept at the rear of the home by the back door instead of in the main area of the house where they usually keep it. So I don't know if that's like empty luggage, if it's packed, if it's like at the back door, like they need to make a quick escape or something weird. She just felt like it should be kept at the back door. Weird. Barney also noticed the toes of his best dress shoes were scuffed and he had an, he had an overall disheveled appearance. The leather binocular strap was also broken, but Barney couldn't remember it being torn. Betty also noticed damage to her dress at both the zipper and the hem. It was also stained with a strange pink powder that blew away in the breeze when Betty hung the dress on the clothesline. So she originally put it in a cupboard and then she noticed the powder and she's like, oh, this is really weird. Hung it on a clothesline and like it blew away in the breeze. And they Why actually did chemical testing on it later after it, it all happened. They did chemical testing on it, but there was like no results yeah, from this right powder. On. So arguably one of the strangest things was Barney's inexplicable need to retreat to the bathroom to inspect his genitals. However, he found nothing amiss. I thought this was just what? men in general. A miss. So he's looking to see if it's still there. I don't. A miss. Like it's just means something's out of order. Like something's different. 
Yeah, right. Yeah, so he was like, something's, I feel like I need to check me, me Franken-beans out. Yeah. And he was like, nah, seems pretty normal to me. I'm down to two. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> Both Barney and Betty felt compelled to take long, hot showers as if they were trying to scrub away something that wasn't there. They both then proceeded to draw pictures of what they thought they had observed. So the story I just previously told (laughs) was what what they kind of remember. In the week that followed the encounter, Betty experienced vivid dreams for five consecutive days in a row before they ceased completely. She'd never had nightmares like these before where she was able to recall each one the next day with complete clarity. So it was the same dream over and over again. The dream involved herself and Barney being taken from their car and forced to walk into the forest by two small humanoid figures. The hills were both in a trance-like state as they were led up a ramp into a disc-shaped metallic craft. Her and Barney were then taken into different rooms for an examination. So she described these aliens as like weird tiny noses, big eyes, like grayish skin with long black hair. And they're wearing like... Long black's creepy. Yes. And they're like, they're small, they're short. And they're wearing uniforms, like they're like wearing a blue like uniform and like a blue like cap, like captain's Scouts. cap or something. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. She was approached by a little man she described as the leader, who began to conduct a sort of medical on her. He cut a lock of her hair, inspected her ears, mouth, and nose, and took fingernail clippings. Which, when I read this, I thought this was really creepy because the only reason I would think. That that is something normal to do in an examination is because the amount of CSI we've watched, right? Yeah. Like, why would she, you know, think that that was a normal part of, of an examination? Well, I've never had it done to me. But, like, if, you, if you'd if you never heard of that before, you'd be like, that's so weird. That you is know weird. what I mean? But, like, when you watch CSI and that, it's like, oh, yeah, they take fingernails, they take hair. Oh, and they, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to, to kind of gather evidence. Yeah. Next, the leader scraped some of her skin and then inserted a large needle into Betty's navel. When oh, Betty... I know that's disgusting. I have like a fear f- of stuff touching my belly button. I hate it. And that... Ugh. When Betty cried out in pain, the creature waved a hand in front of her face and the pain abruptly disappeared. Oh, that's handy. Could have done that to begin with, maybe. Yeah. Is this... Was that Obi-Wan? <laughs> Help me. You are not in pain. Once the examination was complete, the little creepy man alluded that they did not want the hills to remember the experience and then they were returned to their car where they continued driving and then Betty would wake up from the dream. Barney also told friends that he felt as if he were a person who had seen something he did not want to remember. On September 21st, Betty went ahead and reported a watered-down version of what her and Barney had seen that night to the Pease Air Force Base. So it was an Air Force Base that was close by and she said like a watered down version because she didn't want them to think like she was kind of like a nuts Crazy, person. Yeah. yeah. She didn't want to make it sound outlandish. Yeah, but she felt like the need to report it. So the next day, Major Paul W. Anderson, which I'm pretty sure is like the same name as the guy that directs the fucking, what's the Miller Jovovich films? Resident Evil. Resident Evil, yeah. yeah. Paul S. Anderson. It's S. Anderson, not Paul W. Anderson. So Paul w. Anderson, Major Paul W. Anderson returned her call and informed her what she'd seen was probably the planet Jupiter, which they misidentified as a UFO. Jupiter's messed up. It come down and pick him up. <laughs> Jupiter drunk. <laughs> Jupiter go home. <laughs> Betty was way more into this idea that they were possibly abducted by aliens than Barney was. And she would talk about it all the time, like where Barney was just kind of, he just wanted to forget about it all together. He just wanted to check his genitals. And- yeah, he just wanted to just let me touch my doodle in peace. <laughs> After two whole years, Betty finally convinced an apprehensive Barney to visit a psychiatrist with her to discuss what they may or may not have experienced. If I'm crazy, you're coming down with me. Right, but Barney was like kind of at this stage, she was like sick of her talking about it. And he was like, fine, just shut up about it. Like, I'll come in. Like, he literally did it because he wanted to put an end to her. Like, obsessing over it sort of thing. The psychiatrist went ahead and used hypnosis in an attempt to help the Hills remember what happened to them that night. And what do you know? They both remember being abducted by aliens, similar to how Betty had described in her dreams. Mm. Curiously, Barney gave the description of a bug-eyed alien, now the, san- the, now the standard description of what an alien looks like, which looked just like an alien character that appeared in the TV series The Outer Limit just two weeks earlier. Uh, so it's kind of like he gave that, like, you know, what if you think of an alien now, it's like, Standardly known as having green skin and big, big black eyes, eyes and big a big head, head yeah, and yeah. a small body, like yeah. a little being. I traded brains. For, no, I traded <laughs> height for brains. Well, isn't that it? It's like the whole um, 
evolution. So they evolved, if, yeah, yeah. If they, they, they're smart as they are, they Why can't they be. have another chick off the ad? Both. Why can't they have both? <laughs> Why can't we have the little, Barney relayed that during the abduction, he had kept his eyes closed for the most part, but that he remembered feeling like the alien's eyes were pushing into his brain. So I don't know if it's like that feeling of like they were in his head. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Betty had described, they had taken him into a separate room and began an examination. They had also put some of the some sort of suction device over his genitals and had taken what he believed to be a sperm sample. He's like, no, stop. <laughs> well, he, he, he specifically says he didn't orgasm or anything. He doesn't know what happened, but he assumed they were taking a sperm sample. Along with them... In it didn't work the first time when he was a second sample. <laughs> I want a pretty alien. <laughs> along with... <laughs> So they did this, and along with that, they inserted some sort of cylindric tube into his anus. Man, he got it much worse than Betty. Yeah. So I guess this is like where the whole idea of getting anally probed came yeah. from. Like aliens like to put it in your butt. After the hypnosis sessions that solidified to Betty and Barney that they had been abducted, they returned to their regular lives, only discussing what had happened with family and even giving a lecture to an amateur UFO group at the Quincy Center in Boston. <laughs> so when they were undergoing these hypnosis sessions they were separated so they didn't know what the other was saying but it was kind of also hypothesized like they had two years to like constantly talk about this over yeah. and over again and like with hypnosis it's like very suggestive like you can give suggestions oh, or to turn it down a path you yeah want it's, it's almost like a false memory you know what i mean like you might not have experienced this you might be recalling a dream or maybe like betty's been in barney's ear and yeah. he's recalling like what he thinks he should be saying maybe like in his subconscious yeah, yeah. So the next year, a front-page story in the Boston Traveller recounted what had happened to the Hills. Their lecture at the Quincy Centre had been recorded and the audio tapes had been sent into the newspaper. On October 26, the United Press International picked up the story and the Hills experience gained international attention. A book and TV deal followed, solidifying the Barney and Betty Hill experience in the UFO community and public eye. Right. Number one. Is that finished? Not quite yet. Please go on. <laughs> <laughs> so after Betty and Barney's story came to international light, the reported cases of alien abductions skyrocketed by 2,500%. So I guess yeah, so now it started like zero. So yeah. <laughs> like the Hills, the majority of those, those reporting an abduction can't really remember the particular details of the experience but have a strong sense that it did in fact occur. So talk about some of the factors that may have... Made them think they had this experience. Drugs. <laughs> no, no, no. So the number one factor. L lots of drugs. <laughs> the number one factor they believed was exhaustion. So they'd gone to Niagara Falls, and this is back in the day where there was like no ATMs or anything, and they'd run out of money. Yeah. So they needed to return home, and they were kind of on a budget. Now they wanted to get home as quick as they could, so they were driving through the night. So they were really, really tired. They were exhausted. They they weren't sleeping, and they also had very demanding jobs. Like Barney's job was in Boston, so it was like a I think it was like a 120 mile trip to and from work every day. Holy shit. So he used shit. to make to and from work every day. Mm -hmm. 120 so, miles. Yeah, he was a postman in Boston. It's like 180, 200Ks. Yeah, and she was a caseworker and she was like handling a, of like, I think like a ridiculous amount of cases. So she was like super tired, super overworked, and super stressed. And so was Barney. He actually even had an ulcer. Like he had a few health problems that like, weren't making him feel crash hot. And they were also an interracial couple in the early 1960s. So, like, I don't know if they were married, so I'm guessing marriage was legal. But, like, I don't think it was legal everywhere in the United States and for interracial couples. What? In the 1960s. 60s? That, that late? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's like that's like super common, like the civil height of the civil rights. We have movement. to match the colors, otherwise it was freak it out. was like a huge deal, and it was even worse because he was a black man and she was a white woman. Yeah, right. like I would have thought like early nineteen hundreds at best that would have been. No way, I'm pretty Jesus sure like nineteen sixties was still like a case of separate but equal sort of thing. Like you had separate bathrooms, separate bubblers, sit at the back of the bus kind of thing. That's really? what the whole civil rights movement was about. You know, like Martin Luther King. Yes. Like all of that. That's what that was about because they were still being treated like animals, basically. Yeah, like right like less than. But it was legit illegal. Or just in some upon. states, yeah. yeah right. No, no, it was illegal. It was illegal in some states to be married. But like interracial couples in general were frowned upon. Oh, imagine the beautiful kids. <laughs> beautiful skin. I don't think they care. <laughs> They're full of racists. So you could imagine literally everywhere you went, 
pretty much like if you went outside your hometown where people were either used to it or not like i suppose the east coast wasn't too bad but you get into the south like people getting lynched over that shit in the 60s dead ass not even kidding that's freaky like it was like it's so bad so there was like a lot of stress like they were they were feeling a lot of stress from that because that's it was probably the, the number the yeah so they were really stressed and i said the health problems and it was a case of like you know, people aren't lying about these abductions. They believed this happened to them. Yeah, That's right. not to say that it did. So they're breaking down why, what the options of real sort of... What probably contributed yeah, to them yeah. thinking that this had occurred. Like, yeah. I, do you think that they were abducted? That's some pretty... Oh, well, I just... I, don't, I think the story's cool. Yeah. I think it has merit, but I just don't. I don't think they were. Yeah, I just I don't. think maybe they saw, like, they might have seen a UFO, but the rest, they were probably really, really tired. I can tell you, like... But what, the things that match up, like, it probably doesn't mean that much, but, like, she got a belly button needle and they went to town on him. Why didn't they just go to town on both of them to find out everything? Like, things like that don't match up. Like. Yeah, and it's always like, oh, I don't remember the particulars. Or, yeah. And that they thought that the, um, that that kind of thing had happened. But, you know, alien abduction storylines in TV shows can be found as early as the 1950s, but thus, thus far no one had ever reported actually being abducted by aliens. And that's two so weeks feels- before it, that film or whatever it was, it came out and described it. That's yeah. a big... And so it needs to be noted as well that before this incident even took place, Betty was already quite the sci-fi enthusiast and an avid believer in UFOs. Oh, and she sounded crazy after it as well. Like, oh my God, it really happened. Yes. She, kept, she kept lying to herself, I Pushing reckon. it on Barney, yeah. I think. So her and her sister were really into it. Yeah, Like, right. they were already really into it before it even happened. Yeah, well, that, okay, now definitely. So now it. it's like, yeah, yeah. you you, you kind of like, oh, I don't think so. So it's like she was really into it and she saw something in the sky and in her head she created this thing that yeah. happened. Yeah, a cool story though. Yeah, but... So Barney died in 1969 of a cerebral hemorrhage at the age of 49. So only nine years after this What's happened. It's a cerebral, it's a brain. Yeah, brain. Yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a hemorrhage of the brain. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember the cerebral in, was it Turok? What was the cerebral in Turok? It was that, that gun you had and you shot someone and they go, they couldn't control themselves anymore. Was it Turok? Yeah, no, it would have been. And it was multiplayer on the Nintendo. Yeah, Turok was like that too. Though. Yes, it was. And you'd get the cerebral and you'd be like, not all, it's like kind of like Goldeneye. Like, you're not allowed in the vents. You're not allowed to use the cerebral. <laughs> get out of the vents. <laughs> get out of the, no, what was it? No, no lasers. No, yeah, no one can be the Velociraptor. <laughs> Mom, she's using the laser and she no. won't get out of the vents. <laughs> the big one was Doom when Mom caught us with a chainsaw with that. <laughs> Chicken legs. There's blood going everywhere like 10. Get out of here. Why did your uncle give you this? God, I love Doom. That was so good. Betty did didn't die until the age of 85 which was in 2004 and until then she remained a prominent member of the ufo compu- uh, community and she also reported having multiple other experiences oh, afterwards yeah, yes. so, uh, betsy, betsy. so today no, so the husband's just his brains exploded after hearing everything she never um she never remarried but yeah that seems like nine years after they saw it he passed away at a I young age at tried. 49 um and today, 2.5% of the US population believe they ex- have experienced an alien so That's abduction. a lot. That's 8.2 al- yeah, million that's people. That's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's just... Like, you could... What, they come out with stories? Just went, I'm, I'm abducted, I tick this box. <laughs> well, I think a lot of them, they kind of talk about this idea that they don't want to feel alone. Like, that's a common... Th- you don't want to feel alone. You want to feel like there's a, I don't know, a higher purpose in life or something else out there. Or that you're special. Oh. They wanted me. I'm special. They abducted me. Not you, Karen. Me. <laughs> the guy's like, I heard there was a sucker here somewhere. <laughs> What's a sample? <laughs> but that's it. So So I want to know, like, the dog. Why was the dog even in it at the start and then nothing happens? I don't know. Pretty much I, I got a lot of this information from um, a, a few articles, but mainly uh, the idea of, like, the breakdown of why they could have yeah, experienced right this was from but an article. you didn't read anywhere where it article. said it. You don't think... In all the articles I read, I didn't um, hear about the dog again. No, it's silly, but it's just the dogs at the start let out for a pee and then all of a sudden everything happens and the dog's just never mentioned. Are you also curious like, where was he? what breed of dog it was? Because yeah. I, I, whenever someone mentions the dog, I'm always like, what breed is it? Yeah, I, I thought that, Lassie. 
I was thinking Lassie. I, th- I, I don't know why. I felt Maltese for some reason. <laughs> or Border Collie. No, I felt Maltese. Like, I feel like Betty's just got like a Shih Tzu vibe. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and it just wears the cone all the time because it's like... Did the dog hair. get back? Maybe it was just their dog in a, in a cone reflecting in the windshield. <laughs> <laughs> I solved it. Everybody calm down. And they all passed out from the drugs they were on. So he dragged them home. That's why their clothes <laughs> are all 50-something kilometers. It's like even more impressive. Their dog just drove them home. Yeah. And they're telling us you have an Ovesaur and this dog's like... <laughs> Fuck's sake! I'll never get, I'll never get the the respect I deserve. <laughs> no, I just I thought that was interesting because I was like the first thing I thought of when I was like, we're doing aliens. I'm like, I wonder what was the first ever recorded yeah. abduction. That's a cool story. That's not like your run of the mill. Like, oh, got abducted and there was aliens and they did like it's so to the point. They There's, just make up the story to the point. Whereas this is a bit. And honestly, I didn't, there's so much information on it. I didn't, there was a book written about it called something called The Journey or something, uh, the Betty and Barney Hill um, abduction. There's so much information on it. Like the military got involved in everything. Like after they reported it, she tried telling the story again and it's like all this crazy shit. But that's just like kind of the footnotes of, of what went down. I love the military ones, like the pure aircraft ones where mm-hmm. no, they say we never identified in the end. Like I watched a video this week and it was um, it was an air, like the air Force, something to do with the Air Force and they had this tracker and it was tracking this thing. that was uh, It was called the Sky 5, five happened, Sky. Yeah, it happened in like 2015. Yeah, that's was, actually the intro to our thing when it was like UFO was sighted. That's yeah, from really. that story. But it's cool. Yeah. Like, and the, the pilots are so... He's like freaking excited, out. Like, yeah. oh my God. Like, I got it. Because it's going that quick. He finally tracked it and locked onto it. And he's yeah. like, I got it. I got it. And he's like, did you get it? And he's like, look how fast that's going. Like, what the hell is that? And they're laughing. Like, what the hell is that, man? And I'm going, they all giggle. shoot it. Shoot it. Yeah. Kill it. Kill it before it lays eggs. <laughs> Us as humans, we always kill what we don't understand. Yeah. But it was just cool to hear them like freak that it wasn't acting it was like holy shit it like adds legitimacy to that there yeah. is something unusual going and, on and, that and it, it probably can be explained well, that, well they said it wasn't explained but it probably like you could get some real smart guy in the air force i guess yeah this is what it would have been or it was like a or, drone from yeah, or a drone but it was moving and they're like that's fast i i did get excited when i first saw that story because i think it was only released recently that yeah. maybe this year they released it. Because they wouldn't anything. allow it. Yeah. The, was it the Pentagon or something released it? Oh, uh, who was it? I don't remember. Someone released it recently. Though. It was the US. Someone in the US, like the government, released it. Yeah. I don't think it was like a, a Julian Assange. It was, oh, I was about to say that. <laughs> I don't think so. That was it. He's like, shit, all that for that. <laughs> Where is he still? <laughs> is it Ecuador? I think they got him, didn't they? I don't know. I think they got him on like rape charges or something. Just throw it in there, might as well. I think he did the whole sort of condoms on, but I slipped it off. It's the the old switcheroo. Oh, Haven't you heard of that? Stewie Griffin. Oh, that feels much better. <laughs> yeah, that's like proper rape, so yeah. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> but yeah, he. I think he was a bit of a grub. And Australian, which is unfortunate. But oh. Yeah, aliens, I don't know. I thought that was... I like stories like that. I like I think stories like that. I just think they're rare stories like that. But if, I feel like you have to filter through so much shit. Yeah. Because... Uh, like they were talking about it. There was one that was just like, oh, I got a, uh, I was in the shower and then time passed and uh, yeah, it was, I was, I reckon I was abducted. Yeah. Time always passes in the shower. That sounds like someone trying to explain themselves to counsel when they said, listen, you've had 15 minute showers. <laughs> oh, do you, do you know this alien? And they're like, oh, I'm getting out of here. Do you know that 15 minute showers are like a normal thing for a lot of people? How do you stay in a shower that long? I get bored and turn into a fish. I didn't know this, but. Because I think we grew up on tank water, right? So if you spent more than like two minutes in the shower, you were in trouble. Well, you were in trouble if you're still in there. Yeah, dad would be like, fucking water's force from the sky. Get yeah. out of there. Yeah. <laughs> we're just kids, like, we do what we want. Yeah, so many people I know like uh, would shower of a morning and a night and they would take like 20 minute showers each time. Yeah. And that was like normal behavior. I reckon I do two or three minutes. I reckon oh. a song. I'll listen to a song sometimes and that song yeah. will be more. I'm show. like, you get in, you wash yourself, you get yeah. out, that's it. I think it. they're dirtier. But the longest I take showering is when I have to put conditioner in my hair because that shit's got to sit for at least two minutes. You really? Give it to, yeah, you got to give that stuff do two minutes to soften. you turn the shower No. That'd be cold. But do you know what bothers me? When I see people brushing their teeth and they don't turn the, like, the water off while they brush their teeth or while they're shaving, if they are shaving and the tap is still running as a, yeah, as, and like you watch them and then... I see it in YouTube videos. People are like, oh, my morning routine. And they're brushing their teeth while the water's still yeah. running. And I'm like, turn it off. Yeah. Like, you are brushing your teeth so long, you need to turn the tap off. Because well, it just makes me anxious. My laziness saves water because I brush my teeth and pee in the shower. So. Oh, wow. Don't flush the toilet and don't do you, use that little 20-second. Do you 20 waffle second. stomp? 
waffles now die. But if there is no toilet paper in the toilet. I remember one of the ladies at mum's group, I think she brought it up and I don't think anyone else knew about it. And I started pissing myself laughing because it was like organized by the hospital. We all had like super terrible babies that like none of us were getting any sleep. We're all like ready to like jump off a cliff sort of vibe. So we were all put into like this mother's group and one lady was just like, they were just talking and people were like, yeah, what have you been up to? And she just out of nowhere goes, yeah, I learned what a waffle stomp was the other day. And I started pissing myself laughing because all the other mums were like, what is it? And I was like, please shut up. But for everyone out there, this is where we've gone to. Not. A waffle stomp is where you shit in the shower and stomp it down, down the, the drain. drain. But I don't know about things. I'm like aquaturd. Have you ever heard of an aquaturd? No. So Dan's ex-brother-in-law was a surf instructor and he would just, you'd be out in the water and he would like take down his surf vest or surf whatever whatever you call them and he'd shit in the water what? and he one time he did it next to Dan in the water and he was like aquatard and swam away I could because I poo for ages I'll be on that surfboard laying on and someone will be paddling past going there you go just get away from me you're like a dog like trying not to make eye contact yeah, no, yeah. everybody leave it was so awkward when Kelly does it. She like looks at me, looks away, heaps quick. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for looking. Did you have any alien stories at all? Oh, I got a quick one, just yeah. little bits and pieces, like, like that. There was the other one too. That oh, you'd know more about it than me. Uh, what's that? Fire and Sky. That they made a movie about it. No, see, I'm not. I'm not an oh, alien connoisseur. I feel like Jordan. Might, I think Jordan is. Yeah, he was abducted, and it was a very real one. They got like, um, they got like evidence on things as well that happened, and it, it seemed half proper. But then <laughs> this it went. Is but such that, a terrible podcast. I'm, There's this one I can't. No, nah, but I never. I'm not doing this one. <laughs> I but know. I thought you might have known about it. No, I don't. But it no, was like it sort of half seemed legit. But then I went. I think it went downhill as well in the end. And the movie's horrible. Anyway, oh, okay. I've seen bits and pieces. Have you seen Dark Skies? Yeah. I'm not one that gets scared by movies, but like the concept of that movie scared the shit out of me. It was ages ago, but that's the one where they suck them up in the ships and they do stuff to them. No. Oh, that's... that's Dark- blue, I'm thinking the Skyline or no. something. Uh, Skyline. Something Skies. Was that a TV show? No, it was a movie. It was made like 10 years ago, no. or 8 years ago. This one was Dark Skies and it was like the chick from Felicity, the actress. She has two kids and I saw it ages ago and I don't really remember it. And all of a sudden, strange shit starts happening. Like, they come downstairs. And I think... Don't quote me on this because I don't really remember this story so much. Like, the particular details, it's almost like an early yeah. But, like, cans would be stacked up on the bench and, like, the back door would be open and, like, really weird That's shit. That's creepy. And they started... They, like, one of their kids started drawing figures yeah. around his bed and stuff. And then they went and spoke to someone about it or whatever. And they were like, oh, yeah, like, this is going to be a spoiler. But, like... Um, the the aliens have come and they've attached themselves to one of your kids and your kid will be abducted and he had cases and cases and cases where it happened before they and attached themselves to one kid and then they abduct that kid and then it gets to like the climax where the aliens come into the house and start trying to abduct this kid and the parents are trying to defend him or like the whole community thinks they're crazy and they're trying to defend him and then they realise they were defending the wrong kid it was actually they were after the other kid, not the one, the kid that they thought they were after. Oh, and that their kid, other kid. And that kid gets abducted. And yeah, they end right. up moving into like an apartment building because they don't work anymore because they're trying to get their kid back and they don't. And that scared the shit out of me, that yeah, movie. Right. I don't know what it is. I'm I'm so particular with horror movies as well and they very rarely scare me. And that yeah. one, especially alien ones, that one scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Just the concept of that. Like aliens to me, it's like, if they want to do stuff, there's nothing you can do about it. It's not like a werewolf where you get silver bullets in a gun and you can shoot it and kill it. Like you, <laughs> you make killing werewolves so easy. And, but you know what I mean. Give me like, a fly swatter and then nothing. <laughs> you don't feel as helpless. Yeah. Whereas, like, unless it's like signs and you pour a bucket of water over them. But you know what I mean. These these things are visiting your house. Yeah, it's an intelligent thing too. Where you think about a beast, you're like, yeah, I feel like I got it with the brain. Exactly, I could outsmart but- them. Yeah. But it, it's like no matter how many doors you lock or whatever, like you, they just beam down into your house, do yeah. they? Like it, watch Dark Skies. It's scary though. Like yeah, I, right it made me feel like it made me feel uncomfortable afterwards. Like I, well, I don't want to watch that then. Yeah, but you know, you need a palate cleanser. Like you got to watch a bunch of cats on YouTube or something. Yeah. <laughs> but watch Dark Skies. It's probably my favorite, one of my only and favorite alien movies. Yeah, right. Outside of Independence Day. Like from when Which I was, was cool. little. When that I was, was cool. little, I really liked it. Yeah. 
Now I watch it and I'm like, this is very problematic. <laughs> and a lot of it does not make sense. <laughs> and the second one doesn't make sense. Oh, yuck. What filth. Yeah, I know. They just pump that one out. I know. And it was just like making money. Kind of like Zombieland, Double Tap. Have you seen the second yeah, Zombieland? I loved the first one. And the second one, I was just like, who greenlit this? This is yeah. just shit. Just say random funny things. And-, and that chick that in, like, I don't know why we went to the cinema, you know, the ditzy chick in the pink that in Zombieland. Yeah, too, that yeah. Thing. Daniel thought she was hilarious. Like, we're in the cinema and, like, it was, like, such a trope and it was so overdone. And he was just cacking himself. It was almost embarrassing. I thought she was. Not herself funny, but the scenes where she was just... It was, like, amusing, but Daniel was, like, pissing himself laughing. It was embarrassing. Like, people sitting around just kind of, like, eyeballing him because he was just... He was just... He was... And afterwards, he's like... She's so pretty. (laughs) Yeah, afterwards, he was like, I thought she was really good. And I was like, it took me out of the movie completely. (laughs) It was a personality. She's very very smart Oh, yeah, it was a personality. That's what it was. Yeah. What was your story? Sorry, mine's just a quick one, and it's he's an Aussie, which okay. makes it even cooler. So, stole me plug, alright, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end. <laughs> but his name, so it's called the the Frederick Valentinch disappearance. Okay, and I don't know how he's Aussie. He's Frederick, anyway. <laughs> well, you, I'm not even. No, the, sorry, the last name. <laughs> Valentin- There's, what do you mean? How are they Aussie? Your last name's Ernst. It's like the most Damn German it, you name got me. ever. You got me. He was an Australian pilot. Mm-hmm. So he's a legit pilot and he was flying over the Bass Strait. How cool is that? When was this? Aussie. This was, oh, geez, this was, um, it's not long ago. I forget. Oh, really? So recent times? Yeah, like recent, like, say the last 20 years, I think. Okay. That's not super recent. It probably is. I just made that a up. A lot has happened in the last 20 years. You're right, it has. I didn't catch the date. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, well, the 2000s. Yeah, the it 2000s. was in the 2000s. I don't think it was. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the 90s? <laughs> it was in the 21st century, okay. 22nd century. So he was an Australian pilot flying over the Bass Strait when he encountered something that he couldn't identify. Okay. So like flying. Like flying. Okay. So he's flying his his plane over okay. the Bass Strait, and he's obviously seen something. He's like, I can't identify this this ship. So he's radioed air control that there was a, a strange type of vessel. Like he couldn't even say it was a plane and that it just looked different. So it was, well, it was like hovering or moving? yeah, like or moving, just... just moving with him. I think. Okay. Yeah. So he, so he's just said it's a vessel. I don't know what it is. It's moving with me. And it's something he's never seen before. So this is a pilot who has yeah. probably seen all types of aircraft to say that this is nothing. I've never seen this before. And it was circling circling him like yeah. it was taunting him. He oh, felt really? like it was taunting him because it was obviously much quicker. <laughs> You'll never get this. You'll never get this. La, 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 la. And then they'd, and then open it and, and, and he caught he, it. He caught this. <laughs> anyway, and so he's radioed. He's talked to him for a little bit and he said, it is hovering and it's not an aircraft. And they were his final words before Frederick and his plane disappeared. No forever. way. So this is a proper. This is a proper. I never air, heard of this. That's yeah. crazy. This is a proper like um, Air Force. It's like reported. Like reported. This, yeah. Talking to him stops talking. Plane and him are never found again. That was and he was legit. His words were. I've never heard the audio. I don't know if there is audio, but he's the way they the story was. His words were legit. Like there's something here. I don't know what it is. It's flying around me like it's taunting me. And then whatever what he said then, and then bang, That's that was so it. Crazy. And never found him. Never found the plane. That's legit. That's and it's legit. It's it. They don't know where he is. Like he, I mean, <laughs> let's break it down. He, he could have. <laughs> <laughs> let's break it down though. He, if you want to be normal, he probably could have, you know, malfunctioned and crashed. And he plane, was having went, like, like an the bass straight, yeah. yeah, and disappears underwater with him, and you never find yeah. that. So he's having like a, you would say like maybe a psychotic episode, yeah. And he's like super fucking tweaked out on like yeah, like know, something's cocaine or something. Yeah, he's like, he's oh my god, bombs. someone's getting me, and then yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Or maybe he's like wanted to go out like that or something, wanted to make it super cool. I fucking doubt it. I know though. that's what yeah. I mean, but They're, how I'm trying, trying to break it down to. I reckon it was the Russians or the Chinese. Like it's coincidence the way he was talking like that. Probably the Chinese, and then gone. That's so weird. It'd be China more than Russia. I would, yeah, they're would coming. Imagine. Hey, they're coming. Well, I mean, like Russia's up a bit higher, and they'd have to go through a few. Countries. I just like the idea that Russians are just like little tricksters. Yeah. <laughs> You'll never see the plane again. <laughs> he's we just know like, where it is, but nobody else does. Living his best life, bathing in vodka into the yeah. Soviet somewhere. He's like, if you'll be quiet and keep a secret, we'll give you everything. <laughs> you ever heard of Diet Love? <laughs> tell you about it. It's like, uh, I'm in. <laughs> but well, aliens were also suspected to have been involved in Dial of Pass as well. Like that oh, was yes. one of the theories that the yeah. aliens came down and did yeah. it. I think it's just one of those things where as well, people don't, like I said before, people don't like things that they can't explain. Yes. So when things happen that they, in their minds, can't explain what it is, it's just like, 
we have to have a reason for it. There has to be an explanation that I can readily and easily understand. Yeah. So it was aliens. And I reckon the real ones, well, not real, the aliens are real, but the proper stories don't get told. Yes. They're the ones where people just, it happens and they're like, I am not talking about yeah, that. No way. Because they'll think I'm crazy and some weird shit happen. Oh, I think the ones that are very real, like I think, think these get investigated. Some like some of them. Well, like, this air force that one, one for a start. Like did. that was that's proper military yeah. shit. But some of these like more legitimate ones like that, but that that aren't like military related. I reckon they get investigated, and I reckon there's ones that are like maybe even the government's like shut up about it. Shit, we found it. Yeah. <laughs> and then go on next team's going. Hey, it is a UFO. <laughs> Have you heard? It's I'm sorry. It was like a meme. I was on Facebook. I pissed myself laughing. And it was like a Bigfoot and the Bigfoot's like, and now we're in the woods trying to find the elusive human. We're going to do the human's call and hopefully it'll call back. And then it starts singing, sweet Caroline. And then you hear, <laughs> bow, bow, bow from the woods. And then the Bigfoot recording goes, I don't know, man, maybe it could have been a bird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So On the other side of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes. Like, <laughs> I laughed so hard. And they're like, why do we never find the bodies? Because <laughs> they take them back and bury them. <laughs> Exactly, there's cemeteries. And then they're like, oh, Jesus, a big city, and they are real. It's so hard because I really want to do an episode of Bigfoot, but I feel like it's so intense. Like, oh, but it, I mean, it's like the aliens with me. Like, I don't really get into it, believe it. Like, but I like stories. If you can find a Bigfoot story that's. Do you find, though, you skip? Like, on. Like, my favorite podcast, I would say, is Last Podcast on the Left. And whenever they talk about aliens, unless it's something like the Rendlesham Forest or whatever. If it's just like talking about alien abductions or something in general, I'm kind of like, oh, I'm just not like I I skip it almost. Like I'm just yeah. not interested. Like I yeah. don't, I don't care. But when it's about cryptids and all that other stuff, cryptids are cool because they're creepy and they're, yeah. they're, they're you can relate a bit to them. And- yeah, but plus I'm just putting it out there like the general vibe, just so everyone who's listening, wherever you are listening, know. That I'm scared of the idea of aliens, and I don't want them coming oh, yeah. and abducting me. So don't, don't be out there thinking you need to prove something to me, Mister Alien. Because <laughs> it's like I feel like it's like demons. Like the curse I was talking about. The more you talk about it, the more you like bring it upon yourself. Like, well, they have one of those trackers up there, and every time you time you say the word alien, it beeps a couple of times. I don't know. I just oh. suffer from severe paranoia. <laughs> I just feel like. That would, uh, yuck, I would just hate that more than anything. Yeah. Like, even overnight, I'll close the door and you'll see a silhouette on the door. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Well, it and could it's be. Moving, but it's just like I've hung something on a hook on the door and it's like, because I've hit the door, it's like swinging. Yeah. And that stuff scares me and but I don't like you, it. If they are real and they are here, if they have the technology to do that, think about what else they can do without you even noticing. They could be in your room and you wouldn't shut know. Shut the fuck up. They could be here now. They could be in my chair on my shitty mic just going like, <laughs> no well that's the difference is, is that a spirit then like where do we draw the line how do we tell the difference are you a demon or an alien you know what I mean I'm not asking the question out you're loud. asking I mean, the no, question no, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I swear to god I'm not I don't care for it it's oh it's, it's oh, I wonder somebody moved that chair then like don't do it What's out the window? if dad popped up at the window again oh my god I would die I think I'd be the first one out this but, time yeah I find aliens the stories of aliens really um, boring and I don't care for it, but I also find it terrifying. Yes. Like if it is true, that's terrifying. Yeah. You have no control. There's nothing you can do about it. And why are we probing people? What do you get out of that? Like, what are they doing? I just, I think about if we went to another planet and you found a creature similar to you and you're like, let's just stick something up its bum. I just... <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> it's the last thing I'd want to do. I'd be like, made a noise. Maybe like, hey, how you going? What do you know? Don't you think that they, if they did exist though, that they'd be um, like, what do you call it? Not friendly. They wouldn't. I don't think they'd be friendly be at all. Good. But I feel like they'd be strong enough and more superior than us to not have to come aggressive. They could just take you up there and just, you know, sit in a lounge and have a chat. Like, you know, they know you're going to hurt. I'm like, hey. It's like Mark. So this is going to get really bad for you, but <laughs> let's just talk about things. It's like Marge Simpson when they're trying to impregnate her and it's like, you can choose the vaccine of a car behind a dumpster <laughs> and they, or a lounge or something and then they, they cozy up to her and just zap her. And they're like, you're pregnant. Yeah, so that was it. Like, what are you trying to say? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no. Nah, it was like, don't blame me. I voted for Zorg. Or yeah, so was, yeah, went home and get whipped. <laughs> but yeah, not a fan of aliens. Was kind of glad I got this out of the way. Maybe next time we have an episode with Jord, he can fill us in on some cool stuff. That was cool. Yours was cool. Yeah, mine it's was kind of just. One, I feel like Betty was just a bit. She just. She was sounded too, loopy, She was yeah. too hot for it. 
She's yeah. the David Politis of the alien world. Yeah, but she went a step too far. Did, did, has David said that he's seen Bigfoot or he just believes? He's so fucking vague. You, it's heavily implied that yeah, he... Right. And it's all like, oh, I have information I can't disclose. There's areas I go to where things have been seen that I can't disclose. Because a lot of it's like, I shouldn't have been camping there because it's illegal because it was like federal land where you're not allowed to camp. It's just fucking uh, just... Anything to suit the narrative. I feel yeah. really bad because his stuff's interesting, but I just I can't ruins it. I can't stand people that aren't critical of like their own beliefs. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to constantly be like questioning what you believe in and not just be like, oh, it works better if I paint it like yeah. this. And I'm the complete opposite. <laughs> if I legit saw an alien at my window, which would be pretty tall because on the second story. <laughs> he's like, he's got me ladder out of the shed. He's hovering. If he's, okay, he's hovering. If he's at my window, he's like, hey. What's up? And I'll be like, you're not real. And I'll shut yeah. the blinds and get a bed. I'll just be like, nah. You're that one. In- <laughs> Hello. <laughs> you're the one that dies first in a zombie apocalypse. Because I don't believe it. Yeah. Because you're just like, you you get too close and you check on them. And- yeah, I'd have to. I'd, I'd be like, And I'd be afraid of no. killing one and it's a person tricking me. That's what my biggest fear is. Someone comes like, I'm bad. I'm like, kill it. And I'm like, shit, that's a real person. Have you pranking. seen the ones they did like a prank video of that? I think it, it was in the state somewhere. And it was a guy dressed as a zombie and he did it in like the projects area of the state. You don't do that over there when they're... He did and heaps of people ran from him. And then one time this, I think it was like, I don't know, someone with a firearm. Yeah. That's... And he was chasing them. And as they were running away, they turned and started firing at him. Yeah. That's what yeah. I mean. Like, we can't do that here. Like, no. If you grab the kitchen knife or the baseball bat, you'd be like, oh, whoa, 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 I'm not a zombie. Yes. But that's it. You gotta like. I am such a paranoid person that I would believe it like that. Like yeah. I'd be like, okay, I'm, really? Oh yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd be like you. Like I'd be very um wary when it came to kill someone. But I'd be like, I this is my intentions. If you stop what you're doing, unless you want it to happen, <laughs> like. But I wouldn't be like, chill. I give it mouth to mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, wouldn't get close. Like, no. But I, but I just if you say there's a couple of people trying to trick you and they're all motoring around going, and I'd just be like, knock knock. And someone's like, who's it? Oh, God damn it, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I would, if especially if there's more than one, no, I'm not. Like, you saw how scared I got when dad tapped on the window. Like, I'm a highly strong, paranoid yeah, person that's when it right. comes to But when you got something funny me. moving slow towards you, you just got to sit there and go, hmm, is he very good at acting or do I hit him over the head? What if I'm going to hit you over the head. <laughs> What if it's like a um, 28 days later scenario? If I, you, no. You're in for a, you, you got to make a decision. I'm shooting people. I think I'm getting eaten. Really? I don't want to get a jail. I'd, I'd rather be eaten than, you know, kill someone who's Are you tricking. serious? I wouldn't. I would kill oh, someone. It depends. If I thought they were a zombie, like, you can't get in trouble for that. You can't. Like, I'm sorry, but if, if someone was doing that and you shot them and you killed them, you, especially I feel like if you have a background, like kind of we do, like really into horror, we talk about this stuff or yeah. it's something that we are very like into, you can't blame them for killing someone. You couldn't just... go to court though and say defense be, I thought he was a zombie. Yes, You'd you have could. to be like, he was in my house. No, a hundred percent think that if you went to court and you were like, he was dressed like a zombie, he was like acting in an aggressive manner. So yeah. I shot him. And I'm not getting bitten on the first day of the apocalypse. Yeah, be like, I was concerned. I Like, if you can prove that you were, con- like, you were afraid for your life, you'd yeah. get done for, like, manslaughter or something, get community service or put on, like, a good behavior bond. Yeah. Like, I don't reckon they would put you in jail for that. Yeah, that's true. It'd be, sh- if you were, like, I don't know, like, if you could prove that, like I said, that you have the background that we have where it's just, like, you're really into that. You're really into horror, not just like some Nancy off the street and you just like fired a gun at someone because they, they looked weird. But if you could be like, I legitimately thought that this was happening yeah, based on every single zombie movie I've ever seen where the first person in the movie gets killed because they don't take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. I don't reckon you'd go to jail. Yeah, fair enough. Well, next time Halloween comes around, I might just start beating people I don't like. Or perhaps, yeah, do that, but like <laughs> kill someone and then dress them to look like a zombie and say that that's what they had done. But then once you kill someone, the blood coagulates. You can't really move the body because I'm not good at obvious. makeup. I'm lazy too. They're like, that just looks like a shit clown. <laughs> I'll do some. I'll do some zombie makeup. That's like my favorite thing to do. You rock up in the van as I walk off. <laughs> right, old guys. <laughs> just like a CSI and action, but the opposite CSI team. Just <laughs> let's do that. We'll prank you and then. No. Nah. Do you know it'd be funnier if like we got you involved in a prank where it's like Jord is the one that kills Dad dressed as a zombie. And you're the bystander and like dad's involved, George's involved, I'm involved in the prank. But dad shoots, George shoots dad while he's with you. 
and you're like, oh my God, it was a zombie. And it turns out to be dad tricking. And that's what you think. This is convoluted. It just happened. Do you know what I mean? Like you, yeah, I think I do. So George's in on, dad's in a, you don't, not in on it. And you see George shoot this zombie that turns out to be dad. And you're like, and George's like freaking out. Like, oh my God, I shot dad. I thought it was a zombie. And what do you freak out? Because now dad's dead. How's George shooting him? With a gun. Where's he getting that from? It's the not farm, America. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Stabs him. The slug gun. He's George. dead. The zombie's dead. Okay. And then it turns out it's dad playing a prank. And then you freak out. But the out. prank is the prank. Yes. Yeah, the prank right is on. the prank. Yeah. I'd go up and kill It's dad. So for a start, I'd go up and kick him really hard. Oh, you wouldn't. You'd tickle him. No, yeah. <laughs> tickle, tickle. <laughs> if, he's, if he's involved, it's not real. Milk makes my bones brittle. Hey, you take that back. <laughs> That's what I thought, dad. <laughs> you alive and well. God damn it. What is it? Bruce Willis movies suck. Ooh. Hey, Die Hard, <laughs> Die Hard is the best thing that this world has ever given us. I'll be like, oh, you know, I'm upset with myself. We did well. We made it to an hour. Yeah, we had a jibber for the last five minutes or ten minutes, but we got there. I think people expect it now. No, I wanted to talk about we're going to be doing an episode soon on um, the ghost in the darkness. The oh, that'd be super it. cool. Yeah, I've bought the book. That, that'd be like the grizzly ones, I reckon. That'd be I'm, super... I am planning... I'll say it'll be a two-parter. So basically, The Ghost in the Darkness is about two man-eating lions on a project in the late 1800s. So it's a railway project, Bra- wasn't it? Yeah, and they're building a bridge. And these two man-eating lions, which is actually unusual for lions, mm. um, start eating the workers, killing mm. them. And for whatever reason, they keep evading the hunters that are trying to kill them. And they keep coming back and there's like excerpts from it where they're like they could hear they drag them into the long grass and the people are all freaking out and then they can hear them being eaten alive yeah. like the bones crunching and no and one's stuff. going out to help them yeah well the hunter who fixed the problem uh, wrote a book about it and like just the creepy that, that'd shit. be cool he would have seen everything firsthand. yeah so he's written a book about it so I'm going to go ahead and do a Night of the Grizzlies style where I um that'd be awesome yeah Right, um, yeah, I'd say it'd be a two part. Because I got a couple of hunters in to try and get it, didn't they? And they just—they were like clever, sort of man eating. They, they yeah, were wary, they were but evasive. at the same time, they were bold and. Yeah, because it's actually—I didn't realize this, but it's actually highly unusual for lion. It's kind of like sharks; like they—they they don't usually eat humans. No, it's usually but they've obviously an found that they like them, and they've picked them off on. They're easy food source, really. Like get them at the right time. Well, they yeah they um they talked about. In it, I don't. I don't think it'll spoil it so much. But they talked about they assumed that the lions were like hard pressed for food. Yeah. So they were eating them, but then they looked back and they were able to like they preserved these lions, and they're able to do scientific studies on it when they could. And um, no, the, they there's, were a six, in, there's a they six were, zebra over there. No, they were in generally good health. Yeah, yeah. So, but there is a hypothesis of why they were doing what they were doing. But I'm super excited for it. Oh, I'm actually really cool. I'd actually it's want to read the book now. It's just a lot of... I've got it on the... Um, oh, I want to hear Kobo. it. Though. I yeah, want to hear it. I got it on the Kobo, so I'm not like I can give it to you after I've read it. But yeah. if it doesn't work out, like I don't like doing stuff like on the Kindle. Like it bothers me. I like a hard copy book. I'm just going to buy one off Amazon. It's like 14 bucks. It's really cheap. No one buy it. Listen to an episode <laughs> instead. Don't get any ideas out there. But anyway, that was today's episode. We will be joined by Jordan next week, hopefully, unless he's on holidays because he doesn't have children. Do you regret that now? Like not going on as many holidays since you had like... No, honestly, no. You don't? No. I do. Because Every- I'd be like, oh, that was cool when I'd done that. But I'm like, well, now I've got young kids. I, I really look forward to doing it with them. Not by myself. I was never really the, I want to go overseas and Not so things. much like go overseas and see. I just mean like, do you, do you regret like not taking advantage of the time you had? I No, we took advantage of the time we had doing holidays, but I... If I could have gone back, I'd do more. I feel, yeah, I feel like I didn't in terms of like, I want to season all that. But like, you know, when you just go away for a weekend somewhere that's like an hour and a half away. Those yeah, I would have done trips. more of them. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like I look back now and like, kind of like George Stunning has gone away for like a five night or somewhere like by the beach. It you makes know what me I mean? sick, really. Yeah, same. I'm just like, I listen to it and I'm like, I'm so stupid. Why didn't I do? Yeah. Because there was plenty of times where we had the opportunity to do that and I was like, nah, I just want to stay home and watch TV. But now, but I'm fine now because I can go do that now with the kids Mm-mm. and it's a, it's like hanging out with friends. <laughs> I just feel like George's away on holidays and I'm just like, yeah, I'm living his best life and yeah. I could have lived my best life, but I Although didn't. Although I'm in a pretty smick setup right now. Why? With this microphone and seat. And oh, okay. I thought you meant like in your life. Gone. I thought you were going to talk about your ducks. No. Nah. They're starting to annoy me. <laughs> Are they really? They're getting messy. Got to go home now and clean them. 
What do you mean? They need a bath. Don't they like to be messy? No, well, they do. But they need water refilling and all that sort of stuff. Bee's been actually pretty good. I've been getting home from work and she's done it all. She's on school holidays. That woman a fucking medal. Yeah. I wouldn't be cleaning duck shit. Doesn't that stink? Don't clean duck shit. Then what is it? Then what what are they missing? So you put tubs in there and you got to clean the water gets. When they drink, they they, shit in the water. Well, they do. That's why I said duck shit. Oh, sorry. Yeah, right. And they put (laughs) mud in there. Like they go into the ground. And then swish it in the water. They're just shit. Can't you get some sort of like fish tank style thing? You can make so there's things on YouTube where they like make this, make that. And I'm like, oh, we get rid of your ducks. Yeah, it could be a possibility. Don't do that. They're worth a bit. Well, they're too, they mean to, but to you, they're priceless. I got rid of my prize rooster. <laughs> Why? Because he was crowing. Oh, is that the crow? 3 30 in the morning. Did you get white noise? No. No one fucking listens to me. No, I sold the rooster instead. No one ever can afford white noise. It's free. It is a free app on your phone. It's emotionally not free because really? then you're addicted. You don't become addicted. I swear to God, you don't become addicted. I'll try it sometime. <laughs> you're such a liar. No one ever listens to me. I'll ask Bea to put it on for me or not. She, she will not. She probably won't. She won't. She'll say, don't be ridiculous. Matilda will come in. What's that sound? She won't hear it. Then how can I hear it? It sounds like an air... Con- you know what? <laughs> So glad that you joined us this week. I'm going to go now before things escalate into shit you don't need to hear about. It's banjo. It's the outro. Don't forget Jesus. to check us on. Did you freak out? Yeah, though? these headphones are so good. I thought it was on the outside, inside. <laughs> don't forget to check us out on Facebook. I, we're actually very shortly going to start filming these so you can watch us being fucking morons together. Shit, what do I do with my hands? <laughs> Take him off your dick and leave him off your wow. dick. Same thing as always. <laughs> On the table, don't touch anything. Don't Bloody move. <laughs> so have a good week and, and we'll talk to you guys next week. See you next week. We've got to come out with a, like some sort of catchphrase. I'll get one by next week. That's my mission. Come up with one right now. One, two, three, go. Yowza! <laughs> you <laughs> sound like a Nazi. <laughs> See you later.